Welcome to another bonus episode of The New Exchange, a podcast series that explores how everyone has a story to tell. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and before we get into today's episode, I need to let you know that season two of the podcast will begin on February 16th. I truly can't wait for you to hear it. I am so proud of the talks within season two, and I just know that you're going to love them. Today's guests are part of an ambitious rock band from France that are truly breaking barriers. They're called Last Train, and boy do they fucking rule. Throughout 2020, I found myself obsessed with their daring sophomore album, The Big Picture. The songs of that album excel at reminding us that rock music can be exciting again. That you can have brash moments of aggression exist next to somber moments of reflection in equal measures of prominence. What's truly remarkable about Last Train is how they are four friends who have carved out their own paths, never once expecting anything to be handed to them. On today's episode, I chat with bassist Timothy and drummer Antoine about the band's history and how their friendship rests at the core of their bold approach to music. It was such a joy chatting with these guys, especially when I think back to how much I miss connecting with French artists. But come on, let's get into today's episode. This is The New Exchange with Last Train. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's great to be chatting with you. How are you two doing today? I think we we're good. We're we're good. good. <laughs> yeah. We had a few beers yesterday, so we we kind of just woke up. <laughs> we we've had like loads of talks throughout this whole like lockdown experience. I feel it's one of those things where it's like who even knows what time it is anymore, right? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Uh, what's really interesting getting to chat with you two is I don't think many people know of the unique relationship that drummers and basses have in rock bands because in a way it's so crucial that you're playing in sync and in a lot of ways you're such a, like the backbone of the band. What was it like when you guys learned to play together as kids? Because you guys like started playing together when you were like really young. Um, yeah, we started to play. Actually, Tim is the latest one to came in. Well, actually, I, I learned how to play bass when I started playing. With last train, I, I didn't know how to. I didn't know what a bass was before playing with them. <laughs> but uh, I, Antoine is uh, the guy I learned with. Yeah, for me too. And yeah, it was when we were sixteen, mm-hmm. sixteen or something. Yeah. I think we just conceptualized the the thing that we must play in sync, like maybe three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think it was like uh, instinctive. And we have to, yeah, it's like a common joke where with a lot of band with the, the bassist and the, the drummer have to, <laughs> have to be friends. Have to be friends. And <laughs> are the ones that are not known from the band and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's always something special because through my experience of working with bands is that it's always interesting to hear about all the different memories, but from different perspectives. And I think you, what's interesting is that like singers always have to be presented in a particular way, but like everyone else could kind of just be more free in a bit, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think that's maybe maybe the the singer has more pressure than than us. We are not as famous as the singer. It's we are not we are not famous, but when we when we walk in the streets, sometimes we can walk uh, <laughs> free. Nobody would 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 know it's us. 
and but the singer and the guitar player they will be recognized in a second yeah a lot so we are we are under less pressure yeah and I, I will add, um, as a drummer, I always thought like uh, when I see them like just standing without nothing in front of them to uh, around them to like uh, hide. I I, I I always tell them that uh, I would not know what to do if I was just <laughs> on stage and with just a guitar. I'm just like I love my place in, in a band, like in the back, in the back with the drum, and just make. Sometimes you can make jokes. You don't feel like. Um, they always say like you you can feel people watching you when you play when you're on the front on front stage. Yeah. And me, I'm like uh, nobody was watching me. I can do whatever I want. I'm not. A, <laughs> yeah. I, I for me, I really love this. Uh, and this funny, place, yeah. funny story. One day, it was I think three years ago. We had a show, and at the end of the show, we always go at the merch um, stands when where we sell shirts and CDs. Yeah. And. Antoine was the first one <laughs> was the first one to go there after the show because we were just uh, having a shower and Antoine went first and some girls said, uh, "Do you know if the band is coming? Do you know if the band will come?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, they will come." <laughs> I play. I just play. Please respect me. Okay. <laughs> oh, the unsung heroes of the band. Well. Something I'm like, I'm keen to t chat with you guys about so much. And one of the first things I wanted to bring up is that you guys are based in Lyon, right? In France? Yeah. yeah. Lyon, France, yeah. That, that place has such a significance for me because my mother is Haitian, but she spent a lot of her youth in Lyon growing up. And um, I feel a lot of like what it's like to be raised there carried over to her in adulthood. And I'm curious, how would you describe to Lyon to someone who's never been? I haven't been yet. I've been to Paris a couple of times, <laughs> but I haven't made it out to Lyon yet, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good question. Uh, I'd say that first today Lyon is like a, a yellow sky. It's like first time, first it's the first time it arrived since we were there. Like there's been um, since this morning, I think, or something like that, or this night, we there been like a south um, wind coming from Sahara, Sahara from Africa, from Africa, oh. and so there was a lot of sand in this cloud and this wind and so we woke up this morning and it was full yellow yeah, this morning yeah. that was so crazy first time we we lived that uh, like but Lyon is not always yeah and it's not that it just said that because it's the first time it's actually yeah. it's it's funny because we are not from Lyon we we live there for um it's been uh, four years we live in yeah. we, we five four years five four years yeah. uh, but we are uh, from uh, alsace next to germany from this uh, east part of france oh. and we all come from very very small villages uh and we live the countryside we are really yeah. small villages like 400 <laughs> in inhabitants in our village and we came to lyon it was a big city yeah. but not as big as paris so it's I think it's one of the things we like in Lyon. It's a big city, but not too big. Yeah. It's We can do everything walking uh, or with bike. It's not too far. It's not too big. It's not too um, too big. Too, too oppressive. Or <laughs> yeah. Thing, I think. So, so Lyon is a nice middle-sized city. And you are, you are from... See, you live in the US. So even if we say it's a big city, for you, it's small. It's <laughs> Oh, I really do think people here in the States would love to see you live eventually because, you know, I've been following your music for a while now and I was actually going to bring this up later on, but I'll bring it up now that uh, there's a fan of yours on YouTube that's uploaded a concert of you guys playing in Paris 
at a place called the Litrinium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I've watched that clip a few times, and it's like the whole show, and I could tell that a last train concert is truly something special. Like, it seems like when you guys are on stage, the goal is to make sure that nothing is left by the end of the show. Yeah. I think you, thank you. you just summed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's it's great. I I I think I saw that video. I was yeah, like, it's a yeah, full, it's full show. Uh, full show. It's like a film from the, the side yeah, uh, with a, with an iPhone. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I don't know. But but yeah, yeah. I I think you some you some you say up you sum it up. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like it, for now, it's been like a year that we didn't do a show. Oh uh, no, I I I like. We did, uh, we played a show in uh, August, yeah, this summer. But yeah, but, almost a year. Yeah, we we started as a band. We started like we've been known, like we we build our career around like the show, uh, making like big tour. I think like uh, we we had um, around one um, hundred show a year for three years or yeah. four years. So yeah, it's it's really important. Uh, like it's really special for us and. We we learned like Tim said we we learned to play uh, together together but we learned to play uh, actually on stage sometimes yeah. like yeah. yeah for us um, as an example like the for the first um, studio experience we were like n- really not feeling like good musician because we had like the the experience of feeling on stage and you like you one hundred percent like all the time and in studio you have to use. It's like a, another uh, another way to play music for me, I think. Yeah, because because live you have all the the feeling you you have the the movements uh, the the, um, the crowd the crowd and and everything. When you are in studio, you just have to play it right, and and this is really two different ways to play music. One with intention and feeling and and the and the heart, and and the other is more. Uh, it's like you have to play intellectual, it. I, I would say. Yeah, and like, you have to play it right. Yeah. And and yeah, this is how we live shows. Shows are everything because we we when we finish a show, we are just like washed tired, up, like tired. <laughs> <laughs> and and we give everything, and it's and it's sometimes hard because we like for example this show you watched in Paris was uh, in at the Trianon we had a show the day after in, in Grenoble oh my God. and i and i remember i had the feeling when i was in in Grenoble the day after how would it be possible that i give so much to, again tonight, again tonight? <laughs> how would it be possible to give this energy and this and i was afraid i couldn't i was afraid i would just play a, a bad show not a bad show but um, a normal show a casual show a show with nothing special and no it wasn't it, it didn't yeah it wasn't this way we, we had a great show because this was a show we were tired and we were exhausted yeah. but it was a great show and every day it's a new story a new yeah. way of thinking uh, a show and every show is special in a way the song the song make us together and we just uh, we are moving forward together. Yeah, and we're not uh, thinking about yeah, but headache. Yeah. Uh, the bad shows I remember. I was like for one hour I was thinking about something else and like about uh, and, and thinking about shit. Please, <laughs> please finish this show, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But it's it's not it's pretty rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a good thing that we don't think 
like yeah, about like you your list to what we will <laughs> buy at the supermarket and things like that. Never. <laughs> well, but, yeah. that's incredible, man. And you know, one of the big things I want to talk to you about, we're gonna talk about a lot, but um, you know, I I've been into your music for a while now, and something that really blew me away specifically was your second album, The Big Picture, because. I feel, and I'm going to mention this in the intro, but I feel like that's such a beautifully ambitious album. Like, it's more than a rock album. It feels massive yet intimate. And, uh, like, I want to talk, ask you so much about it. And, you know, first off, like, how was the creative energy in the band when you went to create this album? Because this is a really special body of work. Um, so, thank you first. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you first. Thank you, it's, uh, it's, it's great to talk about this album again, because... Like we said, it's been a year, we haven't made a show, we haven't played a show, so it's yeah. great to talk about it again, yeah, yeah <laughs> one year yeah. later. So thank you. And yeah, um, I, I don't know, like like you said, it's uh, the uh, ambition about this album, and I talk for Jean-Noël now, he's not there, but I, I think I will say what you would say. Like It was like the complete amb ambition, like you said, it was not to do like a, a rock album. He's been listening, like Jean-Noël is a singer and com like main composer, like really main composer. And he's been listening to a lot of um, classical music, classical music uh, mo movies, music and things like that. And so, yeah, he, he really, it was like the, the goal of this album was to prove that you can do like a rock, a live rock with energy and things like that. But you can have like... Um, Beauty, uh, beauty in it uh, to be um to be like you can do a, a song that is elegant but also like really work and yeah um, all the like all the um, the songs been composed in um in the piano like he was uh, all the songs like you can we did it in the the you know yes there's a song that is uh, called uh, a step further down which is actually the main theme the theme that is at the end of uh, on our knees. You have that, it's like just another version of this theme, but at the piano. Actually, we, we, we are, we know, and everybody knows, we are, Last Train is a rock band, and um, we were afraid and that people don't really understand what we want to say because we are a rock band. And a rock band is, has a lot of uh, cliches. We, when you think rock, rock band, we always think, uh, uh, ah, yes, Rolling Stones, uh, oh, yeah, uh, ACDC. Uh, and, and sometimes you cannot do really want to, you cannot do what you really want to do because you play rock. And so you are in a in a box with other mm -hmm. rock players. And we wanted to go beyond this and go uh, next to this. Like, we can play rock with energy and loud guitars, uh, something bit dirty but we wanted to make it beauty beautiful nice uh, yeah like Antoine said we written on the piano but played loud and dirty and guitars. there is uh, also like uh, strings on uh, two yeah. or three uh, three four songs I think like yeah it was the first time that we recorded an orchestra and and yeah there was a lot of um, trying things we, we just wanted to try things and not like just say like limit yourself saying uh i'm in a rock band i just play rock yeah we wanted to try things yeah and go and make long songs too because uh, like the big picture last the last song is is more than 10 minutes long 
and and I think like uh, on the average song it's like five, like five minutes. minutes like we ended the we ended the album and we said like okay there's nothing on no radio okay bye <laughs> and, and and our uh, PR <laughs> I think it's PR yeah. uh, she said to us this is a mess for me uh, I will not be, <laughs> this is a please uh, stop uh, to be queen with Bohemian uh, Rhapsody stop the 10 minute song but actually we, we wanted to do this because it's our way to think music and three minutes is like too short too short too short for us to, to for now yeah to, to explain what we want to say to, to have the time and, and have the time to build a song and go in a way and then in another and create for us a song is like is like an like an album. It's yeah. it's it's a one thing. It's one thing piece and if you have to take five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes to write write a song, to listen to a song, it's it's for the good of the song. For yeah. 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 Man, it's so lovely to hear you guys say that. And I agree so much in everything you said in regards to rock music. Uh, one of my good friends in France is uh, the musician Victor Sulf. Uh, he was in her... Oh, nice. Yeah, Victor's a lovely human being. And he's going to be on this podcast as well. And um, we're actually talking about your band when I was talking to him. And we're talking about the Big Picture album. And we're talking about like how hip-hop is the most dominant like form of music in the world right now. But a big reason why is because a lot of hip-hop artists have the ability to kind of change things up and do what they want, where people will kind of make rock bands feel as though there's a very limited spectrum they could create within. And it, what's been really incredible with this album is it's very counter to that, like you're saying. And whenever I listen to the album, it leaves me feeling that clearly as a band, you want to do more and make an album that felt like a big step forward. And I'm curious, when it, you kind of confirm that, but... Tell me about the conversations you had in the studio, because I imagine it's obvious that you could have this idea to go create something, but it must be a whole different thing to actually do it, like the actual application in the studio. Thinking, thinking of the studio, um, great memories, because we, we went to Norway to uh, record this album. There was a great studio uh, we, we decided to go there yeah. for, for 10 days. And in, when I think studios, the, the more most difficult part was this mix between uh, we want to play music rock like live, like a live band and make it rough. Like it's three guys uh, playing together because we want this energy to be on the CD. Yeah. But we also want it to be uh, well produced and uh, well mixed and 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 like like we had some some uh, inspirations like uh, Lana Del Rey albums like beautiful albums with a lot of production uh, uh, things with a piano <laughs> and then acoustic guitars and then strings and then organ and then a lot of things so we always so for this album for the big picture it was trying to build um, a mix between rough music and produce music uh, yeah. like uh, you spend a hundred days in studio so. Yeah. Yeah. Just to find a good mix between the two. I think it's like the, where the band and actually we did a, a we wrote, we had like a studio session a session like um, one month ago or two months ago, mm -hmm. and yeah, I think we like kind of find our way through this problem because yeah, when I think about this recording, uh, like this um, this album, I remember like 
kind of being schizophrenic be between like we want to like Tim Tim said like there is one head with that says uh, let's play it rough and with energy and with uh, really, really intention even if we have we made some bad uh, things it, yeah, the guitar like, it, it's it's the energy it's a like the the main when we had an, ar an argument in the studio it was about like. And uh, our producer in uh, uh, audio engineer in studio, uh, he's like he is more about like the energy of the uh, the take. Like he the would take. said, he would said that yeah, there is three mistakes, three four mistakes, but like the energy and the it's it, like it's not perfect, but in a way it can be perfect because it's there is the, the, this little mistake, and we have this uh this point of view and on the other side you have uh, jean noel with uh, who is obsessed about like being, being perfect. perfect and uh yeah i think he's like real perfectionist like he wants to go the the nearest the like all the way to the nearest perfection that he had in the, his mind and i think it's for us uh, like tim and me i think i think we are more about like yeah, if the energy is there and there is one or two mistakes, it's not that bad. And, and you can you, fix you them. Can, you can take that. You can take this take to uh, to put it on the album. But I think it's different for Jean Noël because, as a composer, he has like and more time. Know. Yeah, he has more time than us. It comes from his mind. So uh, I think it must be harder for him to, to say accept. to accept that. Yeah, yeah, there was one mistake, but but it's cool. It's okay. I think he like he's been really um, wondering about the song, about how it would be, how how it must be, and so yeah, he he doesn't have like the the cool role in this argument. I think for this and yeah, for for now, until uh, that last session we had, I think it was one of the main um, main problem of of last rain. Like this is. It, Kind of monster with two heads and one saying like energy and the other one say uh, try to be perfection. And yeah. to and to explain uh, you the process of writing music. So actually, it's uh, Jean-Noël the singer who is um, thinking of the first part of the song and playing piano, and then we play together. We go together in our rehearsal room, and we then he shows us this idea. And we play we it together, it, yeah. and then we play it together. We work on it for months to go to this perfect way, and we change some, like, it's a big picture, uh, the song. We work on it, like, for almost two years before uh, before uh, yeah. record it, yeah. recording it. And it was just a small project, like, this note, we cannot do this. Then, no, we... we we take it off and then we put back another note and then we change. So one more chorus, one more, and it's a work like really. Yeah, yeah I remember like in a real session of rehearsal. Long, 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 long way yeah, to, have a, uh, to have a song. Where I had my drum part, but there was like, uh, I uh, think about um, the um, the bridge of uh, On Our Knees when there is uh, only guitars and, ba and bass. Mm -hmm. There was like, I remember a session when I didn't play for two hours and they were they, they were like playing uh, one one note, one, one note all together <laughs> after playing the other part of the bar 
And like the, the second time, there was like, no, no, not this nut. Okay, what can we do? Okay, so we have the two the two first score. Now we're gonna try the third, the third one. And it, yeah, it was for this for an hour, like choosing all the all the little nuts, all the harmony. Like, and yeah. next step for uh, like Antoine said, we were in studio like uh, two months ago, and so last year we wrote a new song. New song. I will not tell more. <laughs> with new song. And we had um, I don't know how to say it in English. It was a um, like we wrote on the wall. Uh, yeah, we had the board. We had a like white board with like uh, here this chord, here this chord, number and all the yeah. It was, it number was one, <laughs> number two, and then number five, and then then we could say we could put number six at the number four. Okay, so <laughs> let's change it. Okay, why not? Okay, then and it's with. It's like we were writing music, but with our own uh, language because we don't know how to write right. music. Like we don't know solfège in French. We don't know how to write music, like classical music. We don't know that. We always play it with the with the ear, yeah, and we're just listening to it. And but I think it's a lot of musicians. Huh? And we, we yeah. a lot of musicians who think music like this. So we were just like trying to write it on a board and yeah. explain the song, build it, make it perfect. Yeah. We try to make it perfect. And then one week later, we change it, everything. We, we did it. Ah, ah, this was good. And then we mixed two songs. Yeah. It's a long way. <laughs> long way. It's mind-blowing to hear that there's so much method behind it. And I think for a lot of people, they would think that as well, especially like if I think back to the first song of the album that I heard, uh, which was Disappointed when you released that. Like, that track has this sinister aggression to it that feels very focused and powerful. And I imagine that focused feeling is very much that, the method and, like, kind of thinking things through. And what is it like to take an emotion like anger and convey it in a song together as a group? Yeah. Um, um, I, I, like, I think it's like I said before, like, uh, you can play this song and really be really happy. But if you play it, I think, right you you're being taking over by the song i think yeah it, it depends but for me sometimes uh i like on tour playing a song and uh, you've been really happy and but now it's the time for like all the things you've been anger at yeah. all the other day and you put it in this song there is a rap uh, band uh, in french uh, in france that's had a punchline that said my like my anger I don't put it everywhere on the on social media and things like that. I don't put it everywhere. I put it in my song, and I I think it's kind of like a, a good way for me to like um in Fran in French we said um, how we say um cathartic. Wow 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 what yeah <laughs> cathartic yeah we know. have that here yeah <laughs> yeah okay I don't know for all the all the people but yeah for me it's really cool to have. Um, a song and like all the things that don't go well in uh, doesn't go well in your life uh, we have the the chance not to um canalize all this uh sh all this shit and put it in in the song and i think yeah it's kind of like this that it works that's a nice for us for that's us. a nice way to explain it because it's like it's in songs uh in a show but it's the whole show is like now you can do everything you want, anything you want. You can scream, you can shout, you can cry, you can, uh, yeah. you can like real, uh, like living 100, 200 percent of your life. Like, uh, yeah. And this is how we. Maybe it's why shows are that important uh, because it's our like way to the place, the place where you can do whatever you want, whatever, whatever you feel. 
And I, I think it's, it's not only us because, you know, when you see like a, um, Gojira or big, big bands that really seem anger on, on, on stage and you're like, whoa, if you see Trent Elsner in an in the interview, he seems like a good guy, like he's 50, pretty calm, pretty calm, like really, really calm for him. And, and, then, uh, and then you see him on stage, yeah. whoa, what happens? <laughs> like I remember the first time, and this is a thing that we say a lot when we're listening to Nine Inch Nails, like saying, what did happen to this man to, <laughs> to just have to, to, what, what was in his head to just put it in this song? It doesn't like, it's really creepy. I don't know what happened to him, but, and yeah, and if you see him in interview, like he seems to be like the guy who doesn't have problem, who who is uh, like um, a Zen master, you know. <laughs> I don't know how to say that, but, oh. but yeah, I think it's a, a chance that we have as a band and as a artist uh, more obvious about our our oldest song, like uh, like, fire. Not, uh, like fire on the CD. We uh, when I listen it to listen to it again. I, I'm it's like, wow, song. we are so fast. Like we play <laughs> it on stage. It's been like, I think, 20 BPM under. Uh, and we change a lot of things. I, I Fire on the show doesn't look like on the city yeah, at, at so all. It's so different. We and, change a lot and of things. And that's great because songs live like, yeah. like they live. Yeah. They change <laughs> through time. Man, yeah. that's wild. And I, I love to hear, I love knowing that Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails are quite an inspiration for you guys. That, that, they're a band that I love as well. Like, he's a hero of mine. And yeah, and we have, he's an inspiration, but for uh, visual things too, for the, yeah. the, the lights and everything, we, we watch a lot of shows of his and we just, wow, we have to do this. Wow, this is awesome. Wow, we want there to is, do this. And then, and then we see a movie like, like we saw uh, last week, I saw the Disney last Disney movie Soul, Soul and he oh. made the soundtrack, and 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 it's crazy that he can be so wow powerful with uh, Nine Inch Nails, and then he can uh, compose and write a soundtrack really quiet, really calm for yeah. for a, a Disney movie. So that's yeah, we we are talking. Journal is uh, is uh, talking a lot about this uh, uh, in this uh, like. It's really interesting how Trent Esnora um, started to record music for movies. Uh, and we, we love he, music yeah. movies, soundtracks are, yeah. are awesome. And but he started from like a real rock band and I think it's something something that really talks to us right now and that, yeah, fit to us and we we are really inspired by this thing that uh, they, he started as a as real rock band. It was like really rock, but uh, how he just opened to uh, a lot of other things and uh, like soundtracks. Yeah, soundtracks and things like that. I think it's really inspiring for us now. And I mean, one of the big things I need to ask you about as well, um, I knew I had to ask you about it when I knew we were going to talk is that um, Bravo on that title track. Because what's beautiful about this song is that it's a 10 minute song that never feels like a 10 minute song. Like, I think that's almost <laughs> like when you brought up the PR lady earlier, I almost feel like that's a great sell. It's like, this band can make you listen to a 10 minute song and you, the time flies by. And what's really shocking too, is that there's not a moment wasted. Like, I feel like in terms of like a band's career, this is a song that's an achievement one that's always going to be very important for the band. You talked about how it was a long, it took a long time to make it, but do you feel like over the course of making the song, it was difficult to make the song make sense amongst each other? Like, cause I'm always fascinated when it comes to being in a group, when you tackle a song like this, does it make sense together? Uh, the the first time we 
paid it for uh, to our uh, audio engineer, which uh, who is uh, Remy Getliff. He's a really, friend, yeah, he's a, he's a friend of us, and uh, he has a, he's the first man I ha um, that we are making uh, listening to the song. And the first time we played to him, he said like, okay, so one in one, we have like a decision to make. On on a way, you play this, you put this song yeah. on the record, and but we you have to uh, not put uh, to other songs, other songs because there okay. is, there was a lot of idea that is in big picture that were like there is a. Um, for an example, like the chorus of uh, uh, for the chorus of uh, the big picture had had the same like uh, chord progression uh, to uh, like another song that we didn't put on the album. Mm -hmm. And at first, at first, per, uh, like the first time, like yeah, Remy, 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 <laughs> Remy, uh, Remy said that um, this has to be uh, just a vinyl, just a vinyl, just song. this song, and don't put it on the on the album. And we just yeah. fought for it and. Because it was like a summary of all the other songs we had, yeah. and in this song, in the big picture, we had like a complete album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of. I think that's why we put it. We we put it in the, at the yeah. end of the album. Like it's like a, okay, you've been listening for <laughs> for forty minutes of uh, what is last for now, and here is like a quick summary of, yeah. <laughs> of what <laughs> I'm and we're gonna try to like yeah really uh, sum it up and. To really, I I don't know how to say that, but like uh, to um, uh, make you to show you what is the pure is essence of what is last train right now, and breathe like really sharp, like there is no um, there is no um, how to say that there is no lie, there is no uh, trying to put things that will if you don't yeah yeah. It's us. And this, what is funny, it's when we worked on it for like uh, every day for a few months, we, we, we worked, we played it, and we played it without the singer, without um, lyrics. Because yeah. we, when in our rehearsal room, the mic system is uh, a mess and it's not really <laughs> working. So we were thinking about the lyrics and 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 the music yeah. but we just heard the music and even without lyrics 10 minutes a 10 minute song it wasn't too much we, yeah. we it wasn't we just we we all played it a lot of times we listened to it a lot of times and we make the song ours and when we play it it's it something is happening music is happening and that that's great mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned it just there when you described how it bookends the album. And, you know, we talked about the live show earlier, and I feel like the way this song works is such a good reflection of the live show because by the time you get to this song at the end of the album, it's like there's nothing left to say. That's the feeling that I left with as a listener. Like, this had to be the, this is like a, a period, it's like the final moment. Yeah. yeah, and and for example, it, it was in December. We had um, we made um, a, a show like live show um, filmed with cameras, yeah. and the guy who were filming was asking at the end. So we played the big picture, and he said, "So uh, now can you play uh, <laughs> uh, the song another time?" So we have more images, so we have more to engage. Yeah? yeah, and we said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
we, yeah. we gave everything we had. So yeah. it's we cannot play it more. We cannot pretend to play it more. We we were just after out. after yeah. playing uh, the big picture. We are empty of, yeah. <laughs> of everything. We are. Yeah. It's over. That, that's why uh, also we put it in at the end of the yeah. show. Uh, at the end of the show, because uh, yeah, after this song, uh, I, I we didn't have the actual for a long time. But yeah, I remember being like. I can do nothing <laughs> for like, give me give me ten minutes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah it it happens sometimes with uh, a a lot of time with the, like when you have a session that is uh, filmed filmed. Before. Yeah, it's always like we we end the song and now that we have the experience, we just say to the man. Uh, we will only play yeah. it once. Yeah, yeah we will Not play once. it once, and yeah. after it's it's really over. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah. But what is really funny because we we uh, we live in a world. Um, in which a 10 minute song is way too long and and like our PR said it and everything said 10 minutes is too long for a song and and we are a bit tired of this of this making three minute songs and for example in France the most um, famous TV show where bands can play they want bands to play one minute and 30 seconds yeah so you have to cut the song to make it just oh. like an edit. A TV edit for one minute, and so we played. We we were there. It was like five years ago. We played Fire, which is a six-minute <laughs> song, and we had to cut it to one minute. It was that was fun. Was, we played it. It was we 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 didn't play half of the song. It was <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. And we want to take the time to to make the music we want. We want to take the time to write long songs because that's. How you can really say things yeah. and explain things, and, and three minutes is so short. Yeah. <laughs> From my time of working with musicians, uh, something that I always find myself fascinated by is you know, obviously, it's a big deal when um, you start a campaign for an album, when you release it, and you're asked about it. But I almost find that it's more important and more interesting when you, as the musicians, have had a chance to live with it for a while. and. Like, tell me, because, like, in September, the big picture will be two years old. And it's quite interesting that in the context of the world that we've been living in with this pandemic, you've had a chance to live with this album quite intimately. And, yeah, how do you find yourselves feeling about the big picture after all this time, especially amongst each other? I keep bringing that up, by the way, about the group aspect. But I think a big reason why is because you guys grew up together. And I feel like that's very interesting when you consider the fact that you're a band that's still very much, you know align with your ideals and your creativity like it's really beautiful i think yeah that's funny i thought it about it yesterday the big picture is almost two years uh, two years old and when we will be back on tour we'll be hopefully this summer or this autumn fingers crossed yeah. and it's it's i think it's sad because i'm it's like a, a chapter and for me is a chapter the big picture is still on it's still uh, ongoing yeah. and i want to finish i want to play it more to make more shows about it i think we we, we still want to play it but if it's if it's uh, too long like three years it's over and the chapter is over and you moved in your head so the the big picture is already two years old but we wrote it like four years ago so it's always so yeah, we, we want to play it, but we are already, I think, we are already in the next chapter. Yeah, but it's interesting, and I, I think, like, I don't know for you, Tim, but um, 
the first uh, we had a, we had a, another album before the big picture and um i'm not i i don't like to listen to a uh, our song i don't listen to it because i i don't know i don't like that but um i think the big picture is the first thing that uh i'm really proud of and i think for yeah I'm yeah proud of this album <laughs> but uh yeah it, it's a really cool album that because for me it's we we had to time like we took time to took time to to, uh, write add, uh, to write it to really uh, if, and for me uh, yeah I think this song would like will follow us but I I say that now but maybe in the th three years I would say that uh, yeah no it's no more this album is like like you said that's what I wanted to say it's yeah. you are now proud of this album I think I hope you will yeah. be proud of this album all your life yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I, I feel it i understand it i'm proud of the first album even if it's not really what i like today so yeah. i think I, i think i was proud when it, yeah. we released it yeah, yeah, yeah but then time time flies yeah. <laughs> and then we are like four years later and i'm a different person now and yeah. so the big picture is two years old i think in two years or in four years when yeah, the big maybe. pictures will be old i will say oh that was a nice Yeah. It was a nice step, a nice yeah. chapter. I was proud of it. I'm still yeah. proud of it. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not this guy anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and, and that's the thing because we grew up together. So we, we grew up when we first song we wrote, uh, it was <laughs> so different. And, and we, we grew up listening to music, writing music. And we, we changed because we, life makes we change. <laughs> we become yeah. old, older. Yeah. But before I let you guys run here, um, I wanted to just ask about um, Cold Flame. Uh, what is Cold Flame and how did it begin? I'm quite curious to hear about this. So Cold Flame is a, is a, is a booking agency. A booking agency, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's a booking agency. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, Cold Flame is a, yeah, is a booking agency and the, the genre, the singer is the boss and the founder of uh, this, the CEO of this agency. And uh, it's the, the booking agency of Last Train. So yeah. we are um, our own uh, tour producer. Yeah, as we said, like we, we started um, as a band doing a lot of shows. And uh, when we started, no one wanted to make us tour. Yeah. And so we decided to, we do just it decided to say, so if no one does it, we will do it. And so that's how, um, yeah, Cold Fame uh, started. And so, uh, it keep, uh, like Jean-Noël says a lot, like it's like two um, different things. Two different things, but they just, um, like Last Train is lucky to have uh, Cold Fame, but Cold Fame is also lucky to have a Last Train in, his, uh, in its roster because <laughs> it's like... It can help, like the the two the two the two structures the two structure. Okay. Yeah. Well, they are like really linked, and uh, yeah, it's Jean-Noël, and uh, he started. He uh, he, yeah, he was uh, alone like five years ago, and now there is four people. Yeah, four. Four people working there, and then Coldfilm became uh, the booking agent for other bands. Yeah. For other French bands and for. Um, No, it's also for, for Europeans and, uh, yeah, and uh, US bands. bands. And then uh, Cold Fame, uh, we organized uh, two years ago, wow, yeah. already, 
with the band and the and Confirm, we organized the festival in Lyon. Everything dedicated to rock music, and then we we make shows in Lyon. Yeah. Uh, we organize <laughs> what uh, we could. We did, we yeah, did shows in yeah, Lyon. Yeah, we could. So yeah, and Confirm is like we we are uh, an independent band. Uh, we we know that because Confirm is kind of us, and we all the de- decisions are made by us. By <laughs> us. Yeah. So oh. it's important for us to be to be alone yeah. <laughs> with, and with to be uh, in the core of the decision. Like the yeah. we are, we we really like to we have. Take like, the yeah, we took the we take the decision, and we have uh, an advice on everything. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe too, too much. much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's really important for us to get, to like, think to think and understand the industry. We we are not just uh, uh, watching. Our a guy uh, booking um, our booking agents just dis- uh, make decisions about our life, our career. Yeah. We are in the middle of it and everything. So and that's... We, we are the one that have the strategy. We are the one that are uh, in relation with the PR. We are the one with the uh, edit- editors and things like that. Yeah, we yeah. really like that. It's really important for us. Understand everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's really something cool, man, and it's a testament to. I mean, this just goes to show what I respect so much about your band because I feel like it's a real testament to how if you want to make things happen, it's usually best to do it for yourself and build from there. And i just like to add, as someone who has toured around a bit, I just want to add to people who don't know much about booking and that world is that a lot of these booking companies that exist today are from like years ago. So to like even start one, even like, you know, several years ago, like five or 10 years ago would have been a big undertaking. So yeah, big up to you guys. That's a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, as you said, we were, we had no choice. Yeah. Because we, we wanted had, to tour. We so. had no choice, and and now we can see nobody would ever um, speak in a better way of your band that you 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 have the idea. It's your band, so it's you are the the more most qualified person to talk about to talk about it. Yeah. So we do it. Yeah, that's so true. Um. You know, there's a beautiful music video that you guys released for the big picture that was um, crafted by your guitarist, Julian. And yeah, um, yeah. it the, the video has clips of you guys when you were young, and it, it highlights so much about how you grew up together. And, you know, I would just love to hear... I know I said before we go earlier, but this is really the last one. Before we go, I would just love to hear how you feel about the band today and your growth. Because to me, it feels like last train is very realized and obviously there's a lot of growth that's going to continue to happen but it feels like this current stage of last train is a very like like you guys have figured out what the band you want to be i'm proud of us <laughs> not, not of the band but i'm proud of our friendship yeah because i have i have the feeling we 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 grew up but we are still friends still very very good friends very close and in a, good, in a good way, like yeah, there, there is a lot of respect. I yeah, think. a lot of respect between uh, between the four of us, and even we are uh, growing up and in different ways for uh, some of us. Love, there is always more respect, and uh, yeah, I'm proud of us, proud of yeah. this uh, relationship. Yeah, yeah, like the first time uh, Julian said, uh, actually, it's. Uh, it's Funny story, like <laughs> the last one. Yeah, we like we said we do. We 
are taking a lot of decision and we were uh, before releasing the album you know you have to uh, yeah you 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 have to like release one single on war or or a song and sing like that and one. so we choose one like we choose the big picture like kind of by um how to say that like to like um just to piss off people <laughs> actually and so um we were all, like we must do a clip what what can we do and we had like a lot of uh, cinematic um idea like about movies doing something really like a movie and uh it was i think julian had two weeks to two weeks to, to do the, like the to do this clip and so he spent 10 minutes he, movie he spent, <laughs> he spent like yeah two weeks uh, being uh day and night day and night uh, like folding all the memory we had on your computer like all the videos and all the things and <laughs> sometimes Jean-Noël was sending us message because they are uh Julien and Jean-Noël they are living together and so sometimes like uh Jean-Noël sender sent us text like saying okay no he came back he came from the his room like yelling but five minutes after he was crying but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the clip he's really working on the clip but it seemed like maybe he's gonna get crazy crazy <laughs> but it was cool and uh, i just can say like yeah he did a really i uh, i think he did a really great uh, great job yeah great, great job. job he's impressive yeah yeah Thanks so much for taking the time to chat. I really do appreciate this. I'm glad I got to chat with you guys. Thank Bro. you. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking this out. Be sure to subscribe to The New Exchange via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening.